What's going on, man? What's going on? Not much, man. Nice seeing you again. As always, bro. For sure. So I'm Trey Mars. Uh, this is a segment that we have on the side of Vibes where I do interviews with, uh, you know, really well-known up-and-coming artists that we have in our community. Um, right now, I'm here with Madison J. County. County. You already know. Yeah, so you basically been in Raleigh like your whole life, though. Yeah. Were born and raised. Yeah, born and raised. Okay. Were you born like South Side or something? Yeah, South Side. Okay. Yeah. What side? Of, what was this? West Side? We're yeah. on West Side right yeah, now. Yeah, West Side. Okay, so, okay, cool. So you've been South Side, West Side, you've been everywhere? Yeah, a little, literally a little bit everywhere. Okay. I'm in the city from, of course, the East, the mm -hmm. West Side, South Side, and the North Side. So, okay. Um, what side do you think was like your favorite side through your, like your experiences that you've had? Um, I would probably say uh honestly the south side just because of the uh, the energy mm -hmm. you know what i mean the south side of Raleigh just carries a certain type of energy it does um i think each side though still has its own yeah. thing but it's just something about the south side energy that is just it's very crazy mm -hmm. so i would have to go with the south i feel that okay man so you from raleigh man born and raised i guess i mean first off I know, like, is Madison J like your real name or that's what not? Just it's a, it's a uh, it's a stage name. Okay, actually, matter of fact, I was listening to an interview about how you got the name. Right. You was in you was in school. Yeah. And you was looking in a book. Yep. And like on the in the back of the book, you saw like right basically. James something and yeah, something Madison. James Madison and uh, John J. And yeah. So just you basically, just, yeah, just took the names and combined them together and. That's came good. up with the stage name and uh you know at the end of the day i always wanted something that was going to stand out mm -hmm. like because i'm just somebody who wants to do things to stand out from the norm stand mm -hmm. out from the pack okay so i wanted to come up with like the most creative name as possible for myself right of course come up with the most creative name and um i felt like madison J was was uh, definitely that all right that's what's up man that's super dope so you know your name's madison J. you were born and raised here um i guess man the thing that i really want to get into is like yo we got some memories oh you yeah know? Most definitely we um where was it london bridge we were starting out back london in the bridge. day them open um, mics yeah, man we yeah. um who was the knit news at the time he's yeah. 3 a.m now yeah, he's just dad yeah shout out to the uh shout out to the homie man all right, yeah, that's cool, man. Cause I remember you was on a, uh, you was it was kind of like a, a duo duet type thing that you had with a uh, Kanique. Yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, um, basically, you know, um, HCS, uh had the uh, had the H going, man. Shouts out to the H. What does that stand for, by the way? HGS. Yeah, H Gang Society, mm -hmm. and that stems off of the original tree, the original fruit of Headhunters H Gang. Uh, which is uh you know the foundation basically of what I do musically. Mm -hmm. uh, that that was the foundation from high school with the homies coming together, forming a you know what I mean mm -hmm. King Arthur and Knights of the Table. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean a little Wu Tang influence type Wu -Tang. of you know. Um, but just basically carrying on to the tradition throughout the years. Mm -hmm. You know subsidiary of HGS H Gang Society. Um, but um, but yeah, basically it was just uh. You know, it was crew love. It was mm -hmm. a crew love type of situation. And okay. shouts out to Neat. You know what I mean? She's on the, you know, bigger and better endeavors right mm -hmm. now in life. So you know, it was they, a really, it was a really cool time for y'all. You know, definitely. Um, uh, a great era. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? A, a great era. Mm -hmm. uh, 
did a lot, learned yes, a lot. Facts. You already know. Yeah, man. My favorite song. Every time, like, Madison J and uh, Kenit used to perform at London Bridge. I was in this group, 9192, back in the day. And shout out to 9192, the old, the old generation. Yeah, definitely. But, um, you know, we we used to go do this open mic at London Bridge on, like, Monday nights. Like, every Monday, you know, we had a little crew of people that used to be there religiously. And the song that y'all used to always sing was, was the Kinky song. Yeah, yeah. Can we get kinky? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It, it still yeah. be sitting in my head. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know how you got something that you really like? You know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, to this day, like, every once in a while, you know how you had them little thoughts that be coming right. through? That one to come through. You know, like, can I, I be a that, kinky? Um, that, that was just, you know, that was a joint that was on uh, Trapped in the Night. Yeah, so. I remember that. Yeah, little mixtape. Uh, it was on SoundCloud. Yeah. I listened to the whole yeah. thing. I liked it. It was dope. Yeah, appreciate it, bro. Yeah, man. That was, that that. was what, 2014? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, definitely, you know, back there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Kinky was just one of those joints. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Kinique, she did her one-two. Mm -hmm. uh, we just kind of modeled it after the original track. Yeah, yeah, because it was based off of... Um, what, was the, what was that? What was the uh, original? 702, Can We Get Kinky. Yeah, yeah, because um, I, I remember the uh, beat. Excuse me, not 702, uh, SWV. SWV, yeah, yeah, yeah but I, I know the beat. Yeah, 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 I know where the beat came from. Yeah, fire too. Yeah, man, no, y'all definitely... Y'all yeah. took it to another level. Had so, to, though. You know? know what I mean? Definitely had to. Um, but yeah, uh, Definitely tap in with Tapped in the 90s. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Trapped in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely tap in with one and two. It's mm -hmm. a, it's actually a series. Okay. Y'all definitely make sure and, and and lock in with that classic, mm -hmm. classic series. Yeah, no, it's definitely a classic. Like, I'm definitely giving y'all the cue to go check that out for real, man. Because even though that was like some something back in the day, man, like, that's the stuff like that I look at, like, when you when you kind of pop out right say like it's you know it's now and right and you really got some stuff going people were looking at like yo like where was he at back in the day like right. you know what was he going through yeah. you know at that time and you know you can see trapped in the night is like yo like he was already on some shit back right. in the day you know right. what i'm saying so yeah definitely and i, I know like you was you was kind of going through like um describing hgs and um you brought up Wu-Tang. Yeah. So, you know, you had a little bit of Wu-Tang influences. Oh, yeah. And it was the last year you actually opened up yeah. for Raekwon yeah, Ray and, and Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, yes, sir. Because uh, I remember it wasn't, wasn't Juice on that one and a couple other people. Yeah, had, yeah, 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 Ritz. Yeah, yes, sir. Ritz, yes. Yeah, yeah, the Ritz, man. That was crazy, man. How was that experience? It was it was just tremendous. You know what I mean? Um, like, you know, I've said it before, like, you can't really describe things like that mm -hmm. uh really would just you know kind of like uh, you know one word type of description and you know it just had to be there you just really <laughs> had to be there and it was a, it was a hell of a show as well um but you know the, I, I i really idolized you know what i'm saying those two cats in particular ray and ghost mm -hmm. just to be on the stage you know what i'm saying with these guys and to see them doing what they do best and me being able to do what I do best as well on the same stage again these are things that you can't really like you can't really pinpoint words to mm -hmm. um, just at the end of the day I'm very humble and thankful to have the experience mm -hmm. and, I, and I look forward to you know what I mean sharing the stage with the whole yeah that's gonna be you know, what I mean? yeah. you know just 
these opportunities I don't take for granted and you know just continue to strive and work hard for better opportunities like that so of course you know it's, it's always like you get there it's just dang something better is gonna come always. you know you always just rise and you know right reach the next tier you know right. what I mean so I mean that right there is is an experience right. for you you know what I mean and I mean who knows one day like you gonna be the one headline that show with the Ritz. And it's gonna be people coming up like at interviews like this. I'm like, yeah, man, I remember Madison J. Matt opened up for him. True man. indeed. It was fun, you know, like he just, he gave me some gems at True the end indeed. also. So I kind of like, I like to look to the future as well, man. Right. You know, and I mean, you know, it, it takes, it takes those, those things to, to really, you know, of course, like you mentioned, having a really good resume, right. you know, but it definitely takes those experiences to really capture what it is that you want to become in the future, you know? So when you see yourself there, you're like, man, I was there, man, I've been there, you know, I was at London Bridge back right. in the day, and I was I opened up for, for Wu, you know, I, I did all, you know, Raekwon Gus, I did all that. Right. I mean, dang, like, I can look back now, I'm like, yeah, okay, like, I, right. I like it, I like it. So, I mean, okay, so one thing that I was listening to one of your interviews, right? Cause I, I like going in, you know, right. doing a little research and stuff. And um, one thing that they was talking about was like, this is, I know I'm, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna kind of bring this like, this interview, I'm gonna kind of just wrap it around. I'm not gonna do like a timeline, right. you know what I mean? But, um, cause I just like, stuff just is coming up. I'm gonna do it right. improv, right? So you had this like, there was some stuff, it was like purple sauce. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about your album. Yeah. And that's what it's about, right? Yeah, uh, well, purple fried chicken, that was one. Um, one of two projects that I dropped uh, recently uh, and uh, with the promotional and marketing campaign that we had for Purple Fried Chicken, we had actual Purple Fried Chicken at, uh, you know, we had two different album release parties and at each one again we had actual Purple Fried Chicken. Really? And, you know, each joint came with like a special type of sauce yeah. for the chicken. So. It was just something to really, you know, again, doing things out of the box. You know what I mean? That's so, definitely out of the yeah. box. Because <laughs> when I looked at your album cover, I thought it was photoshopped. Right. You know, I thought it was just like, oh, you know, add right. like purple in there. But that's legit. Like, that's purple legitimate fried chicken, purple man. fried chicken. You know I mean, actual purple <laughs> fried chicken in the sauce. Again, it was, uh, you know, um, from, from, from Raleigh. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean? uh, it's a local sauce. Yeah, you know what I mean? What shout type of sauce is it, by the way? Before you shout, what type of sauce is it? It's like a, uh, it's kind of like a, like a dipping sauce, like a chicken sauce. You know okay. what I mean? Um, okay. Basically, it's I'm not gonna ask to release those ingredients and nothing, but ingredients <laughs> are top secret. You know what but, I mean? Yeah. The ingredients are top secret. Uh, shouts out to the lovely young lady who whipped that up. Okay. Um, but but it it, it was uh, it was something that you know got people talking. Uh, you know, we chopped it up on a, on, a, on a major platform about the purple sauce. So at the end of the day, the purple fried chicken album was a whole entire, you know, campaign behind that. Not mm -hmm. just with the music, but, you know, because we had the cassettes to go, yeah, you know, some yeah. limited edition cassettes. Yeah, and, like, you know, nobody, nobody been on that. Like, yeah. it was like a cassette. What is that? You yeah, know, like, yeah. Yeah. and, uh, you know, and it was a purple, you know what I mean? Again, going with the Raekwon influence of the... You know what I mean with with, with the purple mm -hmm. tape. Mm -hmm. This was the purple plate, so we had, uh, you know, we had the purple cassettes, mm -hmm. um, and, and it was lovely. The reception was was very uh, lovely for those cassettes. Mm -hmm. and we're just gonna continue to you know do things that are out the box. Shout yes. out to the homie LD Beats. He did do all of the production okay. on Purple Fried Chicken, so okay. that was a, a collaborative project. You know what I mean? And where's he from? 
Uh, LD is uh, originally from uh, from Goldsboro. Goldsboro. Yeah, you know, I mean, out in the two five two area. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, he's here in the art. We linked up, did our thing, cooked up a a, a great body of work. Y'all fried. Yeah, man, most definitely. That's what's most up. Definitely. So let's. So I guess we can go ahead into um. Purple fried chicken. Yes, sir. So this one was not the latest released one, though. Uh, right? No, it wasn't the okay, latest. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so like, okay. First off, like purple. Okay, because you right. know, like, I look at purple, like, you know, as a spiritual thing. Like, purple represents like, like your intuition, right. like the highest of highs. You know what I'm saying? Like, just being open minded about right. things. You know, like when I think of purple, I also kind of think of Prince. You know, right. like oh, the third yeah. eye thing yeah, and definitely. stuff like. Cause purple actually is like my favorite color. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, did you when you thought of purple like that? Were you were you kind of going for that when you was bringing all the purple into it? To be honest, things just kind of organically took a life of their own, and uh, as like kind of things in my life were where it's just like it happens, and then once you go back and you know, what I mean, you do the math, you're like, wow, uh, you know, by doing this, this happened, this, 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 and it was coincidence. Well, I don't know coincidences. It just they fell into place. Yeah, it's like it just falls into place, and uh, you know it was no different. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Purple fried chicken, mind you. You know, purple the color. You know what I mean? We already know what comes with that mm -hmm. royalty. Of course. Uh, you know, just purple exemplifying greatness to me. At the end of the day, then right. fried chicken is you know granite. I'm, I, you know, it's not at the highest of, at the high of. But y'all made it royalty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not at the highest level of healthy foods, but man, people love fried chicken. Right. We That's, love fried chicken. You know what? I felt, I just kind of got a concept that it, that it could be something, right? So purple represents royalty, right? right? And then like fried chicken, you know, people be sometimes having love and relationships with fried chicken. Like we right. love fried chicken, but we look at fried chicken like, dang, like it's unhealthy, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, I can look at that as just like life, you know what right. I'm saying? Like we, we can live within royalty, but we still got our goods and our bads, you know what I'm saying? True like people gonna love us, people gonna hate us, True you know indeed. what I mean? So that's kind of like what I just felt from that, you know, True like indeed. royalty and then like, you know. So within purple fried chicken though, like, what type of like energy were you going with inside of the album? Just a whole different way for myself. Um, just by linking up with LD, my he, he has a different production ear, something that I wasn't necessarily accustomed to working with on a consistent basis. Like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm well rounded, so I'm I'm able to work with uh, uh, multifaceted producers, but for the most part, just doing a straight project, one producer with a certain sound. But at the same time, a different sound from the norm. I was like, yo, this joint is definitely going to be something special because it's going to test me, you know, out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Hopping on a couple of, you know, joints that I'm not necessarily accustomed to rocking with. But being able to, you know, bang out. Um, and, and like I said, just create a special body of work uh, just from track one all the way to track seven. Mm -hmm. um, I feel very accomplished about that project. Um, again, shouts out to LD mm -hmm. because he just did his one too in terms of giving like you know a great production. Yeah, and seven. I mean, even that's like royalty. You, know, you know, that definitely. Yeah, you already yeah. know it was definitely intentional just to have that number. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. So yeah, royalty, man. That's that's super cool. I like how 
it really fell into place. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. everything about it just seemed divine to me. You know, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Which, I mean, that's cool, man. So, you know, you have producers, you know, this was just like a full produced track. You know what I mean? I right. see, I see how you got like your marketing game because that's, I feel like one thing about you that I've always kind of realized just like by going to your page and right. checking you out, you always kind of been on the marketing side oh, a definitely. lot better than like, you know, a lot of the artists that I see, a lot of people, they're like, yeah, I want to be a creative artist, but a lot of times they don't understand this whole other side of, right. you know what I mean? So like when you went to like South by Southwest, you were standing at the corner with like a whole sign right. with like all your info. Right. I'm like, dang like you know dude is legit right. you know so like i've always respected that about you. i appreciate you that. know what i mean and like even like by being custom with your like your whole like purple sauce right like, this is something that i would have never thought of doing you know, or i mean never heard of doing before right you know what i mean it was something that was created so i really respect the way that you come up with I creative concepts it, you know what that. i mean so yeah most definitely so yeah like so purple fried chicken that was super cool man you know what i mean and i know you had so that was so you you kind of had like a you had purple fried chicken now what came after that was return of return of the gap actually return of the gap was my debut album okay I dropped that in 2016 right right and right after um after dropping purple fried chicken i followed it up with uh diastema okay so it was return of the gap purple fried chicken diastema yes sir got you so with diastema though you know it seems like you kind of piggy banked off of return of the yeah. gap by yeah because it, it, it was actually, it was, you know, it was going to be Return of the Gap, then Diastema to follow, and then, you know, Purple Fried Chicken. But the energy was just so infectious of what me and LD were doing, mm -hmm. creativity, uh, creatively-wise. It was like, nah, we got to put this out, like, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can't really wait. Mm -hmm. um, still, at the same time, I still had Diastema, you know what I mean? That yeah. Basically, skeleton of it. Right. Like, already assembled so okay. it was just a matter of once purple fried chicken was complete you was just gonna start building on that start building on already that. had it in place yeah, already had it in place so that's what i'm talking about that's how it's supposed to be yeah you know what i mean you gotta be thinking about your next album right album after that why are you working on this one right you know what i mean right just you know basically playing you know chess it's mm -hmm. chess at the end of the day yes it is you need to know your third move before you know what i'm saying you need exactly. to already know exactly. you need to know what that person's going to do and how to counteract that already exactly. i respect that man because a lot of people we gotta we gotta understand as humans we have to think ahead you know right. it's cool to think in the moment we gotta be present in the moment though right. but i mean like you gotta have a bunch of you know like okay what if this happens you right. know possibilities because there's an infinite amount of possibilities that you can have you Indeed. know what i mean so to have a couple of them at least you know right. what i mean is a benefit right right so let's let's go into um diastema okay all right so for those who don't know the medical term of what diastema means can you explain yeah that? so diastema is basically what you know, medically, is what you call a gap. You know what I mean? It's, it's not called a gap, it's called diastema. So basically, with the title of the album, I just basically wanted to piggyback off of Return of the Gap and push that thing. Of course, you know, I have a gap, so therefore I have diastema. So at the end of the day, once I learned, you know, once I saw that word, realized what it was, had to learn how to pronounce that because <laughs> I, I couldn't pronounce it to save my life. So, you know, I added that word into my lexicon to where now I'm like, okay, next album, diastema. It's mm -hmm. got to be called that. And, you know, again, diastema, we, 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 we digging and dissecting into the name and it's, you know, a gap. So with the gap, for me, I apply it as, of course, in the physical sense, but 
in a sense of I'm separating myself mm. a gap from other artists. So it's mm. like, yo, I gotta create that gap. So this is like diastema, this is music, this is a project that where I'm like stamping like, yo, one of the best separating myself from niggas mm. like, yo, pff, you know what I mean? So that was the extra meaning in calling the album diastema. That's deep. Yeah. That's pretty deep because basically you're telling yourself that you know, you're not like other artists. Yes, sir. You got your own lane. Yes, sir. You know, do you feel like you have your own sound different from everybody else in the area? Most definitely, 100%. Mm -hmm. And that's just something that I strive to make sure that I secure and, and, and do because, like I said, you know, you want to separate yourself. You want to stand out from the norm, stand out from, you know, the monotony because, mm -hmm. of course, it's going to be like, yo, once you shock the system, disrupt the culture, it's like, yo, what is that? You know? Right, so, that's when they start looking, you yeah. know? If it's already a Madison J out there, right. what's, what's another Madison J going to do to that one? Exactly. So, yeah, that's facts. And I like it because we have so many, like, unique, you know, individuals out here that create music. Right. Like, I mean, like, I don't even want to name all of them, but, you know, if you so, think so. about it, like, in, like, Charlotte, we got different genres and even Durham like Raleigh like people in Wilmington and Winston-Salem, Goldsboro, Greensboro such a, a diverse state right. like artists and like I honestly feel like we got some of the best here you know what I mean I, I, I would agree with you yeah I would so agree. let's talk about some of the tastemakers you know what I mean like yes, sir. so so how do you feel about some of the tastemakers and like you know what what type of uh, thoughts do you want to give on that at the end of the day man I, I, I'm um uh, you know I don't really like what would be considered as a tastemaker to me it's a uh, it's a word that can be kind of deceiving mm. because you then rely on someone who's billed as a tastemaker to therefore lay the taste you know what I mean so once that power has been given to somebody it's like yo you can kind of you know you might stray mm. with that power because you know like hey like Uncle Ben, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, told us with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you know, will abuse their responsibility, you know what I mean? So we always got to remember, hey, these are human beings. It's right. not people who are perfect. Right. Um, but really, I just don't like that building of, oh, a tastemaker. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, man, at the end of the day, if you're a, a, some person who's in a position of power, just call it what it is. You right. Know what I mean? but, right. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, um, from the artist's perspective, I never get caught up in, you know, whether, you know, the tastemakers are rocking with me or, you know, they're not right. rocking with me. Like, that's just one thing I've never been caught up in because okay. it's, whether they, they're there or they're not, whether they're on board or they're not, mm -hmm. you know, the train is always still going to keep going regardless. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's one of those things of where, like, I don't really give it too much energy about tastemakers who they are. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I'm not really big on the politics, but mm -hmm. I can play the politics though. Of course. You know, we, we, we can we can definitely get political when it's time to, mm -hmm. but you know, at the end of the day, man, I just, you know, I, I move in my own way, move in my own current, move in my own lane, and just, you know, when it comes to tastemakers, not really into mm -hmm. that lane. So there's almost like a love-hate relationship, kinda, you think? I, I, would, I would definitely say not hate, um, I would just yeah. say it's just, you know, it's a relationship that's very thin. Mm -hmm. um, it, it is there. Um, it's just not, you don't feel like it's really for your highest good. Yeah, yeah. 
I would definitely agree with okay. you on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I agree, you know, like, I mean, the term tastemakers, I look at it as like, you know, a couple of different things, right? You know, I think that it's really just people that's just looking for what's right, right. in front, you know right. what I mean? Like a lot of people like that you would call that don't really dive deep, right. you know what I mean? Like I would know your hit song, but like shit, when you when you mention an album or whoa, like you know, or you right. mention you mention something from twenty fourteen, like oh no, nah, I just know his hits right, on right, the radio, right, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So I get I get that, and I get the the train concept because like you know a train is still gonna move still no matter what passengers right. are on that train. Right. You know what I'm saying? Still gonna move. Yeah, so it ain't like I'm trying to just get some certain people to ride my right. train. I'm like yo, if you wanna get on the train, just you know, cool, hey. no judging, no hey. judging. No, no issues over here. Right, right. Yeah, no, I respect that, man. I really like that answer, though, because I mean, I think a lot of people now are really going for that. You right. know what I'm saying? And I think that is a um, like a like an avenue to just go ahead and get there. Right. You know, and that's kind of why you get a lot of like one hit wonders, for example. Exactly. Somebody just makes a video, comes out with it, boom. But like, you know, because think about this, like. I say like Lil Nas X, for example. I wouldn't fully say like he is the tastemaker because I did see that he followed up with something that I right. kind of like. But he has a lot of tastemaker listeners right now because right. they like, yo, like Old Town Road came out. It's been on the Billboard for, for what, hey. 20, 20 yeah, weeks, yeah, right? Yeah. Number one now, longest running Billboard number one. But then he comes out with like, you know, like Panini, you know what I'm right. saying? And so now these tastemakers are like, yo, like this, this right here got to be the exact same. Right. Or I'm not going to listen no more. Right. You know what I mean? So I get that there's like a head game that a lot of people have in yeah. this game, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that could be a reason why sometimes in the industry, it's hard for some people to really like succeed in the industry. Right. Just because a lot of times I feel like the industry wants to change you to become, you know, avenue for tastemakers yes, you know what i mean that's why a lot of people stay underground because they're like yo you know what since i got my own path i'm gonna just you know i'm not gonna allow this person like yo we need this hit right we need to change these words we need right. to change the name we need to edit this so that it it is for something that we're going for exactly so i respect that because sometimes that might not be for you as good as i right. said so yeah that's cool man um so with diastema man so you basically you know you're talking about yourself separating right. you know with this gap that you have, meaning like, you know, you, you, you know, they, they got their shit, but right. like, yo, I'm still like, no matter what in myself, like, I feel like I'm the best. Yes, like, sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to compare myself to them unless like, you know, I mean, well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, we each got our own different things, but right. like, I, I got to tell myself, yo, like, yo, no matter what, I'm the best because right. you're you. And mm -hmm. if you can't tell yourself that you're the best, you know, like, what's the point of somebody else saying, you got to... Exactly. Gotta feel like exactly. That. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, I, I think a lot of artists are having that that feeling now. I think this right. is a like waking up year for yeah, a lot of people to really good. understand, like, yo, it's like I gotta I gotta be for myself right. before I even want to release this content. You I know? agree with you. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I, yeah, man. So so like, okay, let's let's talk about the um. Let's just talk about the community for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So. Like you've you've done a bunch of the venues Quite in the area, right? Quite a few. What's uh what what would you say, you know, throughout from like maybe how long have you been performing first of all? How long have you been in the scene performing? Been on the scene performing probably like to be honest, since uh since like the mid uh, you know, mid two thousands. Okay. So you've been out there for a while. Yeah, I say mid yeah, like mid two thousands. And mm -hmm. this is going back, you know, I mean, on, on my super come up days with uh H Gang Headhunters. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know I mean, like, uh, and, and 
you know, performing at, you know, spotlight mm -hmm. bars. Yeah. Bar, you know, bar and grills and just mm -hmm. things like that on, on the come up level of just, you know, when you're, when you're on, on, on the farm league mm -hmm. of this rap shit, you yeah. know what I mean, on the chitlin' circuit. <laughs> the chitlin' circuit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, what would you, what would you say is, um, your favorite, your favorite, um, show other than like last year, right? Like, right. What would you say, like, maybe coming up, your favorite show that you was like, yo, like, I can do this? It's crazy. It's a, it, you know, it's a lot like a of shit. It's quite, it's a few, um, just because, you know, each joint had a moment that I'm like, yo. That's facts. Um, but just the fact of being able to perform, like, I don't think people, you know, put in perspective. Like, you got people who go out here commit time to practicing their act, mm -hmm. uh, you know, memorizing this music, um, you know, just curating a whole set yeah. to entertain people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of work that goes into Would that. Would you be a person that's just like right here, just running back and forth, pretending you're, you're practicing on the stage? Almost definitely. Okay. Because yeah, there are some people I know that's like, ah, like I just go up there and I just, I just feel the crowd. You Don't know? get me wrong. Like, you know what I mean? I have moments of that, but it's just at the end of the day, I still have to have some type of structure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Over and when was your birthday, by the way? September 2nd. Because was a Virgo. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big Virgo. Let's go. You already know, August bro. 30th. Come you on already now. know. Hey, man. Earth Big game. Virgo. Earth game. You already I knew it. know. I knew it. Yes, sir. That's what's up. Rats Dilly turned off, but yeah, we're back again here. Uh, Trey Mars, you know, with Madison J. We was just talking Count. about just talking about South by Southwest. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So it was talking about how the experiences were, you know. And I'm glad you had a good time. How many times have you went? Uh, three. Three times. Yeah. Like, every time was a movie. Every time was a movie. Um, but I would say like my best year was the year I actually like I had uh two. I performed on two stages, um, at South by. And uh, that just that experience in itself was like incredible because mm -hmm. you know, Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, you know, I'm already frequenting this area of the Midwest, and then just to come and rock out in front of these people coming from all these different spots. Before. Never met a day in my life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some people met online and finally meeting them flesh yeah. to flesh. You know what I mean? Like. It's like, you know, it's just an experience that you, again, you can't really script certain things. And mm -hmm. it's just like, yo, I couldn't script that. Um, definitely a big experience and look forward to going back again and smashing. Because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I love Austin. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a great city. That's what's up. Um, you know, very similar to Raleigh in certain aspects. So, yeah, man, South By is definitely, definitely That's what's that, up. that joint. All right. So, uh, what age did you really begin making music, though? Um, making making music. I actually mm -hmm. probably was like, say probably like seven or eight. Yeah. Cause I used to I, I used to play percussion and I used to play the saxophone. Where you played the sax? Yeah. Okay. Um, wasn't very good. <laughs> I mean, just being real, yeah. wasn't good. But I definitely was. Uh, you know, I was in it for a couple of months mm -hmm. of just trying to pick up. You know, learning how to play. Mm -hmm. Um, That's cool. Volunteer at Saint Aug. Word. Yeah, I was in like a a, a program, and you know, um, it's crazy because my, my pops he plays percussion, and little did I kind of just know, just picking it up from him. Little did I know, 
Uh, but just, you know, I was playing percussion for a little bit. But definitely, I, I wish I would have stayed with the sax, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would have been different to be yeah. able to, you know, who knows what type of life path I would have went down by sticking with it. But um, and sax is sexy, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. You know what I mean, you know, and I love jazz music. So, mm, me too. You know, um, but, uh, but yeah, that's just to be technical. Like, I'm like, Look, thinking back, like, nah, I was doing music, you know yeah. what I mean? But just... So you were playing drums and stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah, just, you know, lightly. Not, yeah, not, I played nothing crazy. Yeah, you know, I didn't, you know, uh, it wasn't probably until, like, 15, 14, 15, hip-hop. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, so yeah, you know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. rocking out with, with a, you know, a new cast of uh, uh, homies in high school, just kind of coming up. Uh, kind of that coming to age story. I'm finding myself, I'm rocking out with these dudes, and you know, we like hip hop just kind of takes over my life. Mm. Finding all these artists, these albums, mm -hmm. you know, we were really heavy into that like 90s era, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So we were digging just yeah. finding, you know, Mob Deep, mm -hmm. Wu Tang, mm -hmm. Cormega, Cormega, okay. you know what I mean? Just really like, and just. From, from A to Z, you know what I mean? All these different artists and stuff like that and studying these albums to the point where it's like, yo, I want to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. These, you know what I mean? These dudes are doing great things. Mm -hmm. Listen to what they're saying. I could do the same thing. Yep. You know what I mean? At the end yep. of the day, and I got a story as well. So, right. um, you know, that's when I was like, yo, I, I want to rap. Mm -hmm. Was you the type of person that, like, when you looked at the albums, you was like, you know, like, you wouldn't just listen to the music. You wanted to know the whole story, so you would go study, into the books. Study. I'm, I'm, I'm studying. Like, yeah, yeah. And you know that just kind of goes into my whole thing with marketing. It's just kind of studying what what it takes to go to a certain level. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and, and just from a uh, you know the outside looking in, you know, just certain things. So understanding when from the inside out, it's mm -hmm. like, yo, this is how you get that look or this is how you take it to a certain level. Mm -hmm. um, so just... Uh, the continuation of yeah. just, you know, looking in and seeing something deeper that you can get Facts. and grab from that. You know, I have a book that I like to read. It's called Still Like an Artist. Mm. Still Like an Artist is a book like this big, man. Right. And basically in the book, it just tells you like, yo, like you should always feel inspired by other things because right. everything is there for you to learn and to take something from it and create it into your own thing. Sure, indeed. You know, so we have to understand that we can always create based off of what's already been created. Sure, it's all we're doing is just continuously throwing into the creation of it. You know what I'm saying? Sure, indeed. And I mean, half of the stuff that we have, like we sample 90s music, 80s, 70s. <laughs> so I mean, at the end of the day, we yeah. just, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. You know man. what I'm saying? So it's nothing new under the sun. Always comes right back around, man. Come on now. Most death, bro. So um, I just, I got this new thing I want to do, man. Okay. So I got these cards, right? Okay. These are the Archangel Power Tarot card deck. This is uh, from Doreen Virtue. Um, so in this deck, you know, I do like little tarot readings and stuff, but okay. I wanted to see, like, I just want you to draw a card, okay? Um, I want you to draw a card, and whatever this card tells us, I mean, hopefully there is something within it, sure. you know what I mean, that is, you know, going to be um, substantial to us in our growth and just the mind and what we want. So I'm just shuffling okay. until you feel like... You know, until you feel like, you know, it's time to stop. You know, just hold it for a second and just, um, just give it a quick shuffle. Okay.
Okay. All right. You can uh, go ahead and pick it. So do me a favor, read the quote that's down there at the bottom. Alright, a new emotional sensation. Messages regarding relationships or social invitations. Great intuitive insights. That's actually a really good card, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna show y'all a picture, okay? Page of Raphael actually is a pretty decent card. Um Archangel Raphael is basically an angel that represents love, the heart, emotional, relational uh, relationship connections, things like let me that out and put that away. Um, relationships, connections, um, building, you know what I'm saying? Right. So this card basically is representing like, you know, being more dreamy, open hearted, um, sharing more emotional connections with your peers, you know what I mean? Social right. invitations, which right. of course, like, you know, you're traveling, you're going to other places, right. you know, utilizing your environment for your music, you know what I mean? Right. So it's a it's a benefit to to draw a card like this because this is a uh, this is a newer situation. You know what I'm saying? So right. what this is telling you is that there's more coming. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's something better for you that's gonna change you. You know, it's gonna only lift you. You know what I'm saying? It could be another opportunity, which I mean, of course, is on its way, right? right. You know, maybe you open it up for like the whole Wu Tang next right. time. You know what I'm saying? Or something even bigger than that. So. This card, really good card, um, you know, intuitive insights, that means that they're just going to be coming in, those, like, you're probably going to get another, a way better marketing tactic, you know, so just, uh, just have that understanding, like, yo, like, you know, you just, you're destined for greatness, bro, and, I mean, that's a very, like, very universal concept there within this card for you, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, so this is something that's going to help you grow, help you just continue to build, so, you know, you just keep going in your own motion you know yeah. you just keep pushing down your own path because you obviously got it and nobody else is going to do it better than you True. you know what i'm saying so you know that's basically what that represents i'll send you a picture of that and i'll also um send you a picture of the actual reading that comes with it in the back of the book yeah. you know so i do i do those readings man and um it's pretty cool to um, see that so very powerful yeah most death but yeah like i said so since it's still recording I am Trey Mars here with Inside the Vibes. Uh, we are here with Madison J. County. Yes, sir. Man, we've been rocking since 13, 14. Yes, so, sir. you know, we got memories and everything always comes back full circle, man. Always. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, we out. <laughs>